So, folks, Attorney General Chris Kobach announced earlier this month that several Kansas school districts allow employees to hide from parents the fact that a student may be using a different name or pronouns at the school. In early last year, Mr. Kobach sent six letters uh, to uh, the six Kansas school districts challenging their policies that require or allow school district staff to conceal from parents a student's, quote, transgender or, quote, gender nonconforming status. In short, the policies allow schools to, quote, socially transition students without the parents' knowledge or consent. Joining us now to tell us why he felt the need to send those letters is the Kansas Attorney General, Mr. Chris Kobach. General, thank you for joining us this evening, sir. Great to be with you, Pat. (laughs) Well, sir, parents should know and they should have an opportunity to be involved in such an important aspect of their kids' well-being. Is that your stance? Yeah, not only should they know, they have a right, a legal right to know. And uh, that's why we wrote this letter to the uh, to the six school districts. And to their credit, uh, two of the school districts, once we informed them that they're, you know, I think some of the school board members may not even known that these policies were going mm-hmm. on under their, their noses. But uh, to their credit, uh, two of the school districts immediately rescinded the policies, restoring parental rights. And those were uh, both both in the Wichita area, uh, Mays and Belle Plaine. And but how are four districts? Uh, we issued a press release to this effect this past week. Four districts in northeast Kansas continue to dig their heels in and are and are not at least not yet indicating they're going to change anything. And those are Kansas City, Shawnee Mission, Olathe and Topeka school districts. So it's you know, I think it's important to, for a number of reasons. Okay. Uh, it's important to inform these districts what the rights are of parents, which evidently they seem ignorant of, and also to let them know that they could be exposed to lawsuits uh, because the parents have a constitutional right to control the upbringing and education of their children. And that constitutional right was recognized by the United States Supreme Court in 1923, uh, more than a century ago. And uh, it's just you know astonishing to me that these school districts think it's a good idea, let alone legal, to do that. Wow! To, to conceal this stuff from the from the parents. Absolutely, and Mr. General, when you have school administrators that think that they know better than parents, we have a problem in America. But these school districts, they claim that they don't have to comply because, in part, there's no state law requiring them to do so. So, what's up next? So, yeah, this is this is the uh, fallacy that some of the school districts had, and this is the fallacy that. Uh, Wichita Eagle columnist Dion Leffler had when he wrote this really ridiculous uh, editorial uh, a little over a week ago, uh, declaring that I should be impeached for for writing this letter to the school districts, informing them what the Constitution says. And he says, the reason I should be impeached is because there's no Kansas law that says that school districts can't do this. And he just, you know, he's not a lawyer, so he doesn't understand. But you don't have to have a Kansas statute in place for the attorney general to act in defense of constitutional rights. And he just seems to think that if the legislature says the attorney general can do something, then and only then can the attorney general, you know, stand up and do something. But of course, when it's the constitution, that's the supreme law of the land. And the, a Kansas statute, which many legislators wanted, would have told the school districts, Hey, you, you do, you, you, you inform parents or you lose your money or you have some other consequence. And, And the state can do that. But, the fact that the Constitution stands way above the statutes of Kansas and establishes a basis for lawsuits. So basically, I'm informing these districts, hey, you're, you're violating the Constitution. Any parent, any teacher could sue 
and say that you're violating their constitutional rights, and you would lose in court, and you would pay attorney's fees, and you would waste your uh, patrons, your school district members' money trying to defend it. So we're simply informing them uh, that their behavior is violating the Constitution, and that is one of the duties of the attorney general. And I guess Diane Leffler uh, you know, hadn't bothered to figure that out or read any of the cases that establish this constitutional right. Well, Mr. General, I know from my run-ins with Mr. Leffler, uh, he's many things, but an attorney and a constitutional scholar, he is not. Uh, and it it just uh, it boggles the mind how he st- decides to step in on a space that he is not erudite, that he is not a leader in the thought process, and just wants to, as usual, take shill shots at uh, you know those who are actually trying to defend our parents, our children. And our system. So we appreciate and applaud you because uh, I did have John send me that link to your op-ed as well as J.R. Clay's, Senator Clay's. And I want to commend you on stepping into that into that breach and uh, holding the line. It's really, really nice to have someone push back against uh, the liberal rag that is the Wichita Eagle. Uh, so well, I appreciate your to. words on that op-ed. Yes, sir. Well, you know, Norm, you know, I get I get hit all the time by liberal editorial writers across the state of Kansas mm-hmm. and, and beyond. Um and usually I, I just don't pay any attention to it. I just don't have enough time to address them all. But when when Leffler wrote his ridiculous piece, you know, claiming that the attorney general has no role here uh, and, and also claiming that, believe it or not, he claimed that students have a con- constitutional privacy right to, uh, to to withhold information from their parents. And <laughs> there's, there, there are some privacy rights that uh, students, student age kids enjoy, but no court has – has recognized a privacy right against your own parents. Exactly. <laughs> there is no such right. Exactly. Anyway, it, he, he had so many errors, I decided to go ahead and write a response. <laughs> well, it, it was, was this, you, you bring up a great point, sir. You know, you have a, a right for privacy in the business uh, sector, business sphere. You have a right to privacy when you're, uh, I, I don't know. It, it, there are so many different enumerated rights that you have in, in privacy of communications, uh, uh, attorney-client privilege, or uh, with your pastor, or pillow talk with your wife. But what you don't have is a right as a kid to keep your parents in the dark about you doing a gender trans- transition or pretty much anything else. That's kind of why you live under my roof and you abide by our rules. So thank and you for exactly. standing up for that. Well, it's it's a it's part of our parental rights. You know, when, when our kids when our kids uh, leave the nest and, and turn eighteen and become adults of their own, uh, yes, they then they can have privacy rights held against us. But uh, you know, there was privacy rights against the parents and others. But they they do not have those rights as as children. And the Supreme Court of the United States has recognized that for more than a century that we control the upbringing of our children. Uh, we and we control the education of our children. And school districts don't like that. Some school districts don't like that. Right, because apparently, you know, with our mayoral election down here in Wichita and with Belle Plain and Mays, uh, you know, Cedric County, Wichita area is doing some things right. So we're not going to lump them in. But what I will say is no. this. <laughs> you have, you know, guys like Mr. Leffler, you know, I would re- recommend that he go back and revisit and, uh, you know, just readdress some of his things and correct himself. But I know that he's deficient and he probably won't do that. So. I won't hold my breath. I won't hold mine either. (laughs) Well, again, folks, this is uh, Rep. Pat Penn stepping in for John right now. I am interviewing Mr. Attorney General Chris Kobach and uh, just wanted to see if Mr. Attorney General, would you mind hold uh, to hold during the break that we have coming up right fast? Yeah, sure. Okay, fantastic. Well, 